Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We were just having a heated discussion about Russell Wilson and how I feel uh, he hasn't gotten enough scrutiny for his gameplay the last few years. And he's, you know, complained and asked for more help, wanted more input into the organization. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, oh. sound like a, you sound like a traditional media person. No, I'm just you being honest. So an athlete Tripping, said, right, I, need help. <laughs> I need help, and now it's complaining. You know, when's the last time they drafted an a, a, a offensive lineman in the first round? Yeah, they went and got Dwayne a couple years yeah. ago, but everybody else that they went and got, these were old school dudes. Even me, they got me in year thirteen, Auntie. <laughs> well, like, you keep throwing, yeah, you keep giving them these. Yeah, your routes were slow, Adrian bro. Peterson. You was running some Adrian slow Peterson. routes, bro. I love AP. I love AP. <laughs> it was the end. I was done. I was stealing. Bro was like, bro was like, uh, 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 uh. I said, yo, bro, come on over here with me. They drafted the guy. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we write to get a. Deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know, despite, despite your skills. Hey. Keep it riding for the fam, you gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. Hey. Yes, we are here. I need everyone to participate, everyone in the room. Let's give a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> I am athlete tonight. Look, this show is literally the opposite of I am athlete Miami. Why? Because I am athlete Miami, we talk about 70% being evergreen, the topics where everybody can relate. We talk about mental health, we talk about relationships, we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. And then we spend 30% talking about sports. Sometimes we forget that we are athletes oh, yeah. and that we know the game. So I am athlete tonight. <laughs> gives us the opportunity to talk sports 70% of the time, and then we'll do some evergreen 30% of the time, but every night. Today, we start with three amazing people, and this is what we're going to do to start it off, right? This is how we got to intro our show and intro our guest and our host. So I want to know three things about you guys. Introduce yourself, your name, the sport you play, okay? the college you went to. What was your game like on the field? And what's your broadcasting game like? Who do you mimic your broadcasting game like? So we're gonna start with you, Auntie. Sport, college, who's your game like, both on the field and in the booth? Ooh, let's go. So my name is Dr. Chantel Tremetier. You know, you gotta let him, you gotta let him, you gotta let him know about the PhD. Uh, I played basketball at Auburn University. And uh, 
my game was like my game. Uh, I had a little crossover like AI. AI had a crossover like me though, cause Ooh. he's he's younger than he I am. He came after you a little bit, and uh, and on the football field, you know, I love football. I throw like like Vic, right-handed. I just that. said that just cause yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they saw that on the TikTok video. You could just look on TikTok for that. But uh, no, I. Did you throw a football in a basketball hoop or something like 40, I did. 50 yards out? That's the easy work. Is that like? That's the easy work. But it, it wasn't a moving target though. You, Mike, you got hit. You got you got hit moving that's targets, accuracy, but. Man. But uh, yeah, that's what. I, and in the in the booth, we gonna find out cause. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just different. If you put, I guess, Charles Barkley right. and uh, Stephen A. Smith no, together, that's that's probably auntie. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming at that's you. I'm they're not ready. Yeah. They're not ready for that's no special. female so, like that. So everybody's like, well, well, auntie, like, where where where's auntie coming from? Well, first you <laughs> social media legend, icon, TikTok, Instagram, right, all the trick shots. But when I talked to you, you were like, you know what? I was before my time. Right, they wasn't ready. The media wasn't ready back then for that type of personality. But you're here now. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I'm so oh, glad oh, to be quick, here with you guys. Quick congrats. Auntie Ooh. just got engaged. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You just gonna put me on blast. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Appreciate it, appreciate Congratulations. it. Appreciate it. Here we go. A round of applause, everybody. Y'all <laughs> not clapping hard enough. I'm doing the church. I see her. Lige Doosable. Had the privilege of going to the best school in the nation, UCF, my guy right here. Charge on, 2017 national champs. Yes, I said it, national champs. Um, played 10 years in the NFL. Who did I make my game after? Uh, that's a hard question, right? Because um, the reason why I was able to play 10 years is because I was so versatile. Like uh, when I was in Rex Ryan's system, I would play outside linebacker, defensive end, three technique. So um, honestly, the only guy, and he actually played while I played, um, I didn't mimic my game after, but the only guy that was kind of similar to what I did was Michael Bennett. He was a guy that could play defensive end, but right. also play defensive tackle, not just in the pass rush game, but, you know, stick it up there in the run game. Uh, in the booth, man, I don't, I don't think I really mimic anybody. I, I'm just myself. Um, you know, I've been broadcasting even while I was playing uh, in the league. I taught uh, you that. <laughs> I was the first, I was the first active athlete to be a full-time no, broadcaster. I, but the, the crazy thing is, before Brandon even became my teammate with the Jets, I was already doing it, and he can tell you that. Like, so I, I knew, know, I knew he's, dudes he's, gonna older, do this. he's an older brother, but I'm like the older brother. You know, I, I showed him the way. Uh, dudes, I uh, knew you was going to do broadcast. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, uh, Vic isn't the first teammate that said that, right? Um, people have been saying that my whole career. Just because I love the game of football and sports, period. And then, I mean, why not make it a career, right? I get to talk about what I love day in and day out, and it's just natural for me. I actually went and got a communications degree at UCF, so this is what I wanted right. to do whether I went to the NFL or not. So um, this is my passion, man. I love it. I love to, to sit up here with my guys, this locker room field, even Auntie. She played a long time in the WNBA, just to be able to kick back and just talk about what we love, and that's sports, man. Uh, and I just thank you for this opportunity, man, because this is a blessing. Right. Awesome. Let's go, baby. Mike Dudes. Vick uh, played football, played at Virginia Tech, played with the Falcons, Eagles, uh, Jets, oh, yeah. Bulls, my know. teammate. J -E -T One year removed. I just, I just missed Brandon, and uh, got the chance to finish up with the Steelers. That was yes. that was a, that was a remarkable feat. I see that that must be your squad. We, 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 we'll, talk, we'll talk about them later. We sure will. Um, but you know, uh, 
I remember my game out the Steve Young. You know, um, a lot of people probably think it was other guys. Um, Donovan McNabb was one of them, one of the guys that I, I patterned my game after. But it was more so about just my game being my game and just letting loose. And, you know, I knew I was going to have to overcome a lot of obstacles and hurdles being only six feet at quarterback <laughs> and then being black. So, you know, the journey was, like, far-fetched. And, and, but I knew I had to... You know, I had, to be, I had to make it an amazing story. Right. So, you know, met some great teammates over the years, met some great people in terms of broadcasting. You know, I'm, I'm one of one. You know, I just right. do me. <laughs> That's the way it's right. going to be. So game, thanks big. for the platform, to former teammate. Oh, man. You know, a guy that I really admire. And Chantel, you know, honored to be sitting here with you right now, for sure. Awesome. I love it. There we go. I am athlete tonight. Excited about it. Brandon Marshall here, played at UCF. National champs. Let him know. We have the ring, we have the banner hanging up. You know what I'm saying? Can't take Recognize it from us. the state of Florida. Can't take it from us. You already know. Brandon Marshall here, UCF, wide receiver, played in the NFL 13 years. I know that wasn't part of the question as far as who we played for in the WNBA or in the NFL. Um, I, make my, I mimic my game after Barry Sanders. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, you know, football is huge there. It's football country. Um, I grew up playing running back. You were a running back. You know, you played defense, you wanted to hit somebody, and, and we had we put out great quarterbacks back in the day, so and still to this day. That's uh, interesting that you say that, bro, because you played so powerful, and Bra and Barry is more of a shifty guy. Barry right? was so, a running uh, back. Quick story, though. A lot of people may not even know this. Ooh, Brandon's like junior year, right, he was our starting safety at UCF. He didn't even play receiver until his senior year. Like, so he played receiver his first two years. Wow. Had a lot of injuries in the secondary. Him... Probably our two best receivers moved to defense, him and Mike Walker. Mike Sims Walker. Mike was our starting corner who played a lot of years in the league, went third round. And then Brandon literally had his big year, his senior year, because we forced him to go to safety because we were struggling in the back end. So I don't know if a lot of people knew that. Right. And we know you play physical, and, you know, you talked about playing defense. I think some of that had to do with some of that. Uh, 100%. Uh, you being the, the physical type receiver to go out there, being able to play safety, uh, that's a big ask for a guy. And y'all won a size. national championship? <laughs> Not when we was there, but. All right, know. so you, oh, you saying, oh, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool, cool. We're going to claim that. We paved the way. Right, it's early. I'm just not getting up. I'm waking up, baby. But nah, like, I, like, like, that was a big ask for a guy going into his junior year. And you know this, like, your junior year is kind of like when you put your tape out there to let teams know who you are. And then he moved over to receiver and killed it, and the rest is history. There you go. 13 years. Yeah. And there's so much more to that story. Uh, in the booth, man, Michael Strahan uh, looked up to him. Ellen, Oprah, you have Pat McAfee. He's doing some interesting okay. things. It's a new era for uh, pro athletes or just people, period, you know, cutting the cord, being able to create your own content, do what you want. So there's so many people I pull from. Brian Gumble, Greg Gumble, uh, James Brown, Phil Sims, Boomer Sison. I've been on Inside the NFL for eight years. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, you started. I mean, you was doing that when you was playing. Right, so, right. you know, that's the experience. Uh, yeah, I paved the way for you. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. So there's so many people I pull from. I have a list of people I watch on a weekly basis, and I take notes. That's us. That's who, what we're about. This is what we're going to talk about today. We'll start talking about Urban Myers. We're going to hit a little mm -hmm. bit of Big Ben, maybe a little Russell Wilson. Talk about the quarterbacks. We're going to talk a little basketball. LeBron James, Steph Curry in his bag again last night. Mm -hmm. Broke the record, 10 years. All right, Urban Myers. <laughs> little backstory here. All right, this guy's a champion. Wins That's a lot of games. Level. Yeah, at the college <laughs> level, mm -hmm. right? We know he's feisty. But now you make this jump to the National Football League. 
It's a big jump. So they've been losing this year. You know, Duval, they've been trying to change it, and, and, you know, the culture for a few years now. Haven't been able to do it. Um, after a loss this year, a big loss, he stays in Ohio, goes to his bar, his steakhouse or whatnot, getting a lap dance, okay? Um, you know, <laughs> early bye that week blew up him. in his face. Yeah, early bye week. I mean, early dudes, like, yeah. I mean, I, what happened to the entire team yeah. getting on the plane, getting I've on the bus? I've never seen anything like it right, in, my, in right. my career. But that now, new reports, fighting the team, mm. poor sportsmanship. Mm. After the Titans game, look how he just walked past <laughs> Coach Vrabel. Vrabel, yeah. Right? Talking bad um, to his coaches. I mean, if you're the, my question for you guys is, if you're the owner, you're Mr. Khan. What do you do? You take him in the back and talk to him. And you tell him, look, this ain't college, this is the NFL. And I think he, he learning that the hard way. But, you know, we all know, and I, you know, as we go through this show, we'll probably make so many, um, we'll probably talk about so many experiences that we done had because, and how they relate. You know, it, it's just not easy, man. You gotta really, it take a couple years for a coach, I think. Um, and Urban is just kind of like in a, going through that, that process where he's trying to rebuild, right. trying to find players, find out what it's all about. It's just not an easy feat. Bro. So you think he should, should keep his job for another year? I think he should keep his job for one more season. I ain't really with just, you know, just jettisoning a guy like after <laughs> one year. But Mike, you know, the crazy thing is, is, is Urban's like that boyfriend who doesn't treat his girlfriends right. And then, and, and, then really and then when they find out, when they realize he's not treating them right, he leaves, right? He did this back in, at, at Ohio State. Um, oh, the same way. You know, he did this back, way back. He did at Florida. Florida. He left them um, in Tormont. And, and now, I, you know, I'm messing up. I'm not treating you guys right, but then I'm going to leave for health reasons, only to come back to Ohio Literally. State. Ohio State. <laughs> mess up, and then I'm, I'm leaving again. Oh, but you now know what? I'm, in the, I'm in the NFL, and you can't treat... Damn grown men the way he's treated. If I was Khan, he'd already be fired. He, I mean, how many chances do you give this man, you know, and, and he has a That's track real. record? To me, I 100,000% agree with Auntie. Like, it's barbecue chicken. Like, it's, it's time for him to go. And to me, it's deeper than that, right? Because you stated it, right? You want to change the culture. You, you draft Trevor Lawrence, who some talent, talent evaluators said was the best number one pick since Andrew Luck, so that's high praise, right? Um, they said they graded him as high as Andrew Luck and I think Peyton Manning coming out. Right. Um, there's not too many people like that on planet Earth. So this was a guy that you really want to progress throughout the season as your young future quarterback, set him in the right direction, but it's almost like he's regressed. So to me, for one, you, you talked about the incident in Ohio after they play a Thursday night game. Like, in, in what league does a coach not get on the damn plane with his players? <laughs> Like, I've never seen no like that ever in my life. Like, you're the head coach and you're talking about togetherness, you're talking about leadership and all this other. You're supposed to be our leader right. and you getting damn lap dances at the <laughs> damn bar. Like, what type of. And yeah, that, yeah that's it. conduct detrimental. So, yeah, okay, so there's a, big, there's a bigger, there's that's a bigger, there's a bigger issue here, to right? The team. There's a bigger issue here, right? Because head coaches' contracts are guaranteed. Can't. Can, can Shad Khan fire him and still have to pay him all that money? Or because of what happened in Ohio, can he use that for conduct detrimental? Because, you know, that's a lot of times, and for people that don't know, they'll do that for, to players in the league, right? They'll hit you with conduct detrimental oh, to void your contract so your contract's not guaranteed. My thing is, can Shad Khan use that same rule against his coach? 
to maybe sever the ties and get ready? Because I think you're hurting Trevor Lawrence and his development right now because the leadership is just all over the place. Um, and then, to me, it comes down to Shotcon choosing between the head coach or the future franchise of your team. You took him number one overall to lead this team into the future. To me, he has a decision to make. Do you take Urban Meyer or do you take Trevor Lawrence? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Now, now we're getting into another conversation, production, culture, Trevor Lawrence. We got to continue this. All right, so we're going to go to break. We're going to be back. I am athlete tonight, and we're going to pick back up where we left off on Urban Meyer and then getting into Trevor Lawrence, the culture, and the state of the Jacksonville. Good segue, dudes. Good segue, dudes. I am athlete parlay is killing it this year. These are guaranteed wins. I'm going to take Arizona over San Fran. Whoa. Daniel Jones over Patrick Mahomes at home? We're going to keep it super organic. This is the I Am Athlete Parlay. What we're doing is we're giving you three for sure bets. I know we're probably shooting around 60% on the season, but this week we're going to be 100 this week. week. We, we ain't came. We ain't been on here I said, yet. I ain't been on. It's 100. It's going to be 100 We, we this come week. on here. It's, it's a, we batting 100. Oh, okay, so who, who you got? What game you like? I hate sure? to say this because <laughs> okay. I'm a Steeler fan since birth. But, but Kansas City going to beat Pittsburgh in Kansas City. That's hard, huh? That's yeah, I, it, that hurts my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stand up a little bit. That hurts right, me. That's, that's the first game. All right, what you got, dudes? Who else you like? Uh, the Chargers uh, at Houston, I think, is an automatic win. Uh, Justin Herbert's playing at a high level right now. They got bigger fish to fry. They're trying to get to the playoffs. Uh, that should be a for sure win against Davis uh, Mills, who's the rookie quarterback for the Houston Texans. Love it. All right, I'm going to San Francisco over Tennessee. Ooh, Tennessee that's a tough hasn't one, though, been, big. yeah, on the road. They got to travel cross country. AJ Brown, but might Tennessee, be back. Monday night football. Tennessee been up and down. You know, still got a lot to prove, but I like San Francisco in that running game. I like Ooh. Kyle Shanahan. You talked about that Shanahan tree. It's amazing. It's a Saturday night game. DraftKings Sportsbook. I am athlete parlay. Check it out. 100% this week. Peace. DraftKings.com is the sports book. I Am Athlete is the platform. Parlay, I Am Athlete, all day. Promo code athlete, let's get it. Welcome back to I Am Athlete tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guy B. Marshall right here. We got Auntie, Michael Vick. We were just having a really good conversation about Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. I actually want to propose a question to Michael Vick, and I was talking about the development of Trevor Lawrence and how the culture with Urban Meyer is kind of changing that. You picked this guy number one overall to be the future of your franchise, and it's like he's regressed the last few weeks. Just talk about how that, you know, the Urban Meyer being in there and then the issues that he's had with leadership and then also talking crazy to the coaches, getting it into it with one of the veteran players, Marvin Jones, who nobody has ever said a bad thing about. So to me, that's a question mark in itself. Just talk about how that can hurt the development of a young quarterback. See, you see, when I look at a young quarterback and his future, it all it all stems from the head coach. Like you, you give him three years, you know, with the same head coach, so he can understand a pattern. Like I had Dan Reeves. They fired Dan Reeves after three years, but but we developed some type of rapport. I understood how he coached. I understood what he looked for out of a quarterback. And you know, as a young quarterback, you looking at your coach as the leader. And he's doing all these things that's flawed. You know, my concern with firing Urban Meyer right now, it affects Trevor Lawrence. Now he see this whole big coaching change blow up in one year. He didn't get a, get a chance to get his feet wet. Right. You know, so all these things happen. It just hurt the development and 
it might be something that he might not be able to come back from, especially with all the other quarterbacks around the league, like balling, whether they the guys in his class or the guys that was a year ahead of him. They all doing their thing. So, you know, right now he... The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Keep regressing. You know, I, I, I understand what you're saying, you know, around the relationship between quarterback and head coach is so important. When you look at some of the, the biggest dynasties, or you look at some of the most successful organizations, you have stability at the quarterback position mm -hmm. and you have stability at the head coach position. And that relationship is critical. Now, the, quarter, the head coach, he doesn't have to be uh, an offensive-minded guy. He just has to, have to be quarterback friendly, exactly. okay? Yeah. But you have to have a relationship. So I get that, Mike, but what I don't, See, in Jacksonville, you take Trevor Lawrence. He's like a good old boy, right? Like, this is a – he comes sunshine. from an amazing – Yeah, this is sunshine. <laughs> he comes from an amazing family. You know, he has his head on straight. And now you throw him in a culture like this. Now, it's a – you know, the NFL, yeah. pro professional sports, it's toxic. It's tough. Any environment. But some are more healthier than others. Jacksonville, I don't know this culture that he is building – down there is healthy for Trevor. So for me, I'm like you, Auntie, I'm cutting the cord. ASAP, I mean, come on, this is who you are. And things change from college to the pros. You can't go in there talking to pro athletes the way you talk to college athletes. Guys make as much as you, maybe more. More, more. Well, yeah. you think that I think the biggest question is, um, is keeping urban more detrimental to Trevor's Exactly development exactly. than cutting ties I mean, with him that's, now. That's yeah. Because one thing that Urban has proven to all of us time and time again, right, is his moral compass is not pointed in the right direction. Mm -hmm. That doesn't change just like that. Yeah. That's something fundamentally wrong with this man. Right. And does that, is that what hurts his quarterback? Yeah, know? and, and, and 100, be, speaking on that, Auntie, okay. not to cut you off, but um, like anytime there's rumors or leaks in your on your team from your locker room about the head coach talking to the assistants that he hired, sitting them down like they little kids, asking them, what have you done 
you know, in your pro career that makes you, you know, such a good coach? Like, I've won championships. Yeah, you won championships on the college, college level. level. Right. This is a whole different <laughs> beast. Man. And we've seen this time after time, right? We saw, we saw it with Nick Saban, right, in Miami. We saw it with Bill O'Brien um, and uh, with the Texans when he came from college. Like, uh, to me, I, I just can't stand that NFL coaches, I mean, NFL owners continue to hire these college coaches because your mindset has to change. Like you said, these are grown men you're talking to. And probably 40% of the team is making more money than you. So, like, you cannot come in there trying to micromanage everything right. with grown men because they're going to look at you crazy. A part of them is right, though. You got to look at some of your coaches. You got to ask, what have you done? But first of all, let's <laughs> back up. What is he doing, though? That's because that, that's on ownership. You hired Urban Meyer. Yeah, now, Urban, you going to ask your staff, what have you done? That's what you asked in the beginning. It's too right. late for all it's that now. Late. I'm with you, Auntie. Man, Urban might have to go. Right. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, but I, lo I love, I love Urban, go. though. Urban, my man, like, right. I got to know him. You know, he worked for Fox, right. and, and, and he's a colleague. So, you know, but still, th this is about what's doing what's right. He, he, it's about he, doing what's right. He got to go. And I, and I question how he is with his players. But segue, because I think there's one coach out there that has been really, really uh, great with his players. He's been a staple in the organization. And he has a quarterback that instead of his first year, we're probably looking at his last year. We're talking about Big Ben with the oh, Steelers. Oh, let's go. Right? We're talking about Big Ben. And this is my, this is my point. Everyone asks me, Auntie, do you think he's done? And... and I think what happens with any player, but especially with quarterback, if you take Vic, right, one of his best abilities was his speed. He can get out of the pocket. He can go. If something happened to Mike and he could no longer run or do what made him great, that doesn't make him not a, a great quarterback. That just makes him a good quarterback. But can he still be successful? Yeah. Big Ben, yeah, he can still throw the ball. He, he, he's still throwing dimes. He's still making great decisions. He will throw any pass, anytime, right. anywhere. But what made him great is that it was hard to get him down. Yeah. It was hard to tackle him, and he will sure, move right. in the pocket I, in I a minute. Twice he don't that, have speed like heavy. Vic. Like, he's <laughs> not going to get you 30 yards. Right. Yeah. Now he may not even get you three. But I hated playing against I hated playing against Big Ben. Right. Do you think I mean, he's done, though? They had Elvis Dumerville. I had some dogs out there going after him. And, right. and, and, and I'm talking about he shed three, four you know, defensive linemen and then throw the ball down the field. Man, that was ridiculous. You say you sacked him twice? Twice, man. So one of the years was when Vic was my teammate. The year he actually Oh, yeah, we us. beat him that day. We beat him that day. I yeah. had to sack that game. A proud moment, for sure. <laughs> oh, that was a proud moment. Who you sacked? You said Big Ben? Big Ben, yeah. So Vic was our quarterback oh, in 2014. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's the game he started. Okay. Yeah. We beat him. Yeah. Nobody yeah. 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 Right. 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 You can have film. It's film out there now. Ben had a rough day that day. Yeah, so our defense was killing him. The thing is, like, bro, Trying to get him down, like Auntie said, it was just, it was, it was hard because this dude was as big as a D lineman. He literally, he's a legit like 6'6, and he probably weighed at his heaviest, probably 270, 280. Man, let me so tell you what, talking about, Ben talking chopped about, wood on his off day. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He was so my team, he chopped wood on his off day. Defensive tackle or defensive end. And the thing that made him so great, as Auntie said, is that you, like, anytime you thought he was down, he wasn't down. He was spin out. Um, he wasn't the fastest fleet of foot guy, but he just knew how to maneuver in the pocket and be able to get receivers open and throw the ball down the field. And okay, okay, so she, the question she had was, is he, is he done? Because, <laughs> you know, this is last year or, you know, allegedly his last year because they were struggling. And then all of a sudden reports came out. Reports came out, what, four or five weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, this Big Ben's his last year. And you know he's a drama king. <laughs> he's a drama king. He yeah. stand, he stand, what is he standing in the tunnel, you know, uh, I don't know if it was Sal Palantonio's interview. He was like, yeah. 
you know, yeah, I think, you know, I'm just focused on the here and now. You know, I, I don't know what the future holds. You just leaked the information <laughs> that this <laughs> is going to be my year. last year. Right. And then after that game, they went out there. He looked good. The next game, he looked good. And mm. now it's, uh, well, I don't know. We're going to just focus on the here and now. So is he done? Yes yeah, or no? Yeah, yeah. I, go ahead. But nah, well, well, Ben Noah's over. Ben, ben ready for it to be over. Like, he played a bunch of, a ton of good years, made a, a, a ton of money. He got his family, got kids. You know, it's different priorities now. And, you know, obviously your, your game ain't the same. Your game changed, you know. Right. And, and whether it's defenses and schemes is caught up with him or he just can't maneuver like he used to, that's just where it's at with him. You got to know when it's time to hang up the cleats. Mm. When did you know it was over for, for you? I knew my last year in Pittsburgh. I, I, honestly, I wasn't ready, but I kind of knew. Mm. Mentally, I wasn't there. You know, mm. and I went from being a starter to being a backup. That just wasn't my life. It just wasn't me. So um, that right there took a toll on me mentally, like, and, and kind of screwed. Because once you start thinking retirement, even when I yeah. was with the Jets and being a backup and behind Geno, you know, I put so much into that training camp that year that, you know, I know I'm getting off script, but you just feel it in your heart like, man, I'm going to enjoy every game, every minute, every second, and then when it's all over, when it's all said and done, I'm going to be happy with my body at work. Yeah, I think, Mike, I think, let me ask you a question. Ahead, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Real quick. I know this is off topic. So what does it do to a quarterback psyche when they – Big Ben had a great line for many, many years, and now all of a sudden he has two starting rookies. He has four – I mean, all five are brand new. Yeah. What does that do to a quarterback – when everyone is new up front and not very good. 2012, we, we had the offensive line shuffle going on when I was in Philadelphia. I came into every game confident in myself, but not confident in their continuity. Like, I wasn't confident that they believed that right. we could be a cohesive unit for four quarters and go up against Elmas Domerville and Ray Lewis and, right. and, and you know, all the guys who presented themselves as top pass rushers. So it hurt me in, in a sense. Like, my game was thrown off because I felt like everybody else wasn't, you know, as confident as they were supposed to be or as far as their abilities couldn't match up to who, who was in front of them, the opposition. And that right there in itself, that's a loss when you walk in into the stadium and you know, like, man, you're second-guessing everything. Yeah. It's just not good. Well, I mean, that can lead to the Russell Wilson conversation yeah. right because of his situation right now is I need more help <laughs> for years Pete Carroll built his team a championship team around defense and running okay. the football and letting Russ cook when the game was on the line in the fourth exactly. quarter you blow up the Legion of Boom a couple years ago. So the Michael Bennett that you talked about yeah. to open the show. And, and, that's, and the a Cliff lot of people Averill. didn't talk about that, right? right? The pass rushers they had on that team. Oh, my goodness. Like, you talk about Cliff Averill, talk about Michael Bennett. Big uh, Red. Big Red. Big Red Bryant was a really good player for them. So, like, um, that was a part of it, right? So when you play your quarterback, and, and Mike and, and Brandon know this, a lot of times when you pay your quarterback, you can't pay a lot of other people. But that's why they pay the quarterback that much more money, because hopefully he can uplift you for losing some of those pieces, mm -hmm. right? So talking about Russell Wilson, and, and this is a topic to me that hasn't been talked about enough in sports well, can media. Well, I can I finish, though? Okay, go ahead. All right, all right, because, like, you, you ready to go crush my man. And say, I'm not going to crush. I feel like you want to get some out of your chest. Be, I wanted to hear this. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to hear it, too. To <laughs> but, the, but the transition got to be smooth so we can jump into the conversation because 
Now, where's the offensive line, the chemistry and continuity that Mike Vick talked about, right? Okay. What about what about the running game, right? Do you have a running game that marries the passing game? Do you have an offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. So now I give it back to you. I appreciate that. I feel let's, like let's, talk let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Do you have yeah, yeah. So turn. you know, when he was there, they traded for Brown from the Houston, Texas, Dwayne Brown. They also brought in the guard from the Oakland Raiders that's really good this year to help that solidify the offensive line. And supposedly that quelled any issue that Russell Wilson had with the offensive line. But if you just look at Russell Wilson's stats from the last eight weeks of the season and the, the beginning of the season before he got hurt and since he's been back, they haven't been good. Like, just to keep it honest, right? In the beginning of the last year, you know, everybody was talking about let Russ cook. He was the front runner for the MVP. The offense was cooking, but what me and you kind of talked about off camera, and I'll talk about it right here. The thing about Russell Wilson, he is a really good quarterback, but a he's really not a he's not no listen, great quarterback. He's not a timing based quarterback, and Mike and Victor, Mike can speak to this, right? So Russ likes to throw a lot of off platform throws. He's not a timing based West Coast quarterback where the ball comes out of his hand right when he hits his oh back foot. Goodness, so, all team, all script. This man, this Yo, man. Listen to me. We gotta listen go to, to break. Me. We gotta go to break. <laughs> We're gonna come back. We're gonna finish this discussion. All right. Auntie, we're talking about the winningest quarterback through ten years. Super Bowl champion. What what, what else do you want from him? Let's let's talk about it. I am Anthony tonight. We'll finish this conversation when we come back. I appreciate you guys coming in, doing this, launching this new show. Um, I don't have a lot of money, so I can't give you guys anything (laughs) allegedly elaborate or (laughs) like uh, Louis Vuitton this, Louis Vuitton that. But you know, you're in a new relationship. You got to make sure everything is just like. Not a new relationship, excuse me. You're engaged hey, now. Hey, now it's the expectations are different. Let's go. Okay, so I don't know how you trim what you're doing down there, Auntie. Oh my God! Gotta, you're tight. <laughs> All right. The rub. Yeah, you can use Manscaped too. Mike, you know what time it is. I mean, you know. You from? You, you from? You give Virginia. it. You give it. I'm gonna take it. All right, and so, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna take free 99. <laughs> I'm, take I'm gifting I'm take Manscaped the 4.0. All right, to my guest. Leger, Auntie Chantel, and also Mike Vick. All right. Your balls will thank you later. Yeah. All right. Auntie, you can use this too. Okay? I'm going to use it on different. my, on my, on my right. edges. So yeah, Merry I'm Christmas a, to you I'm gonna guys. I'm going to use mine on my face. Okay. Keep that. Keep Here, your beard you clean. You can use it now if you want to. Nah, I ain't going to mess nothing up, but yeah, I like this. No this is right. like really uh, sophisticated. Man. They got the little light too. Manscaped. Light. Use promo code athlete. Go shave your balls. They'll thank you later. <laughs> Peace. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm Lige Doosable here with Brandon Marshall, Michael Vick, and Auntie Chantel. We were just having a heated discussion about Russell Wilson and how I feel uh, he hasn't gotten enough scrutiny for his gameplay the last few years. And he's, you know, complained and asked for more help, wanted more input. Into the organization. And they hold, on, listen hold, on, to hold on, hold on, hold on. You Whoa. sound like a you sound like a traditional media person. No, I'm just you being honest. Complain. So an athlete tripping. Said, I, I need help. <laughs> I need help. A and now it's complaining. It. But do right? just said it, man. Language? You can't give us so much help when you absorbing all the money. Thank you. The salary cap. It's just oh, not making gonna be. Making 35 mil. I, I, but I went through <laughs> that. I went through that in Atlanta when I got the big deal, hundred million dollar deal. Right. Every year I had to come back and restructure something. You got to be willing to do that in order to bring a couple guys in, key guys here and there, because other than that, it's like they're going to hold you accountable to lift the team up whenever necessary. This is my question. What is he missing? Whenever necessary. What is he missing on offense? All right, so let's 
let's back up. Yeah. Okay. Philosophy. You have Pete Carroll. Love him as a head coach. Love him as a leader. People should study his leadership style. Okay. Pete Carroll's old school. Play defense. They do the same thing. Cover three. That Seattle three. You know it. Yeah. And then on offense, we're going to run the ball. First down, second down, third down. That's simple football. You what was blow his record up, doing you blow, that, you blow, They went to two Super Bowls. Okay. Okay. Right. But now we know this. We go third and short, third and three. Third and short is third and one to three to four, okay? And if you go three by one, Mike, and you put me at the three, and if I run that, 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 that deep diagonal, I know I'm going to be lined up against Bobby Wagner or KJ Wright yeah, back in the day. And now I got speed on a big. Yeah. So I say that, and I always give that example because everyone knows their book, right? So now I'm going into the game knowing how to beat their defense. So on the offensive side, if you stop the run game, and de defensively, it's not what it used to be. It used to be hard, they hard, good enough hard to win back this in the year, day though. to beat the Seattle Seahawks yeah. and get anything on them. But that's different now. So it starts there with philosophy. He has to change his ways. And that's what the whole debate and the conversation between them this offseason was. So now you go to the offensive side, offensive coordinator. Do you have a competent offensive coordinator that can beat some of these sophisticated, complex he came, defenses He came from today? the Rams. He then from, from the there, Rams, yeah. you talked about offensive line. Yeah, you know, when's the last time they drafted an a, a, a offensive lineman in the first round? Yeah, they went and got Dwayne a couple years yeah. ago, but everybody else that they went and got – these were old school dudes. Even me, they got me in year thirteen, Auntie. <laughs> well, they, like, they you, keep yeah, you keep giving them these yeah, names. Yo, Look, they just got slow, Adrian bro. Peterson. Was I love slow, Adrian Peterson. Bro. I love AP. <laughs> I love AP. It was the year thirteen. I was stealing. I was stealing. I was stealing. I was stealing. But think about this. That's what they have done in free agents. Come on over here with me. But I get what you're saying. So they drafted a guy in the first round and just didn't pan off. They drafted a first round offensive lineman that didn't pan out, right? Um, so he left and went to Chicago. But if you look at their skill position players, right, they drafted Tyler Lockett. He's still on the scene. Yeah. DK Metcalf, who's one of the best receivers. If second they get round, him, second round. If they get round. him the football, right, they drafted Rashad Penny in the first round, but he's been banged up at running back. This is my thing with Russell Wilson, right? And I said it since the last eight weeks of the season, in the beginning of this season, and since he's come back from the injury, which I felt like he came back way too fast, like – it, the offense just hasn't flowed, right? And it's because they've been trying to let him cook too much. Like, Seattle Seahawks have always been better when they've been balanced on offense. And they got two wins in a row because they were able to run the football the last two weeks. Like, they beat, they beat the Houston Texans running the football. They, they beat the 49ers running the football. Can I say one thing? I'm going to say one, two words. Dan Quinn, he left. When Dan Quinn left, this team just hasn't been the same. But the, the but offense the and the defense hasn't played right. terrible just ain't been this the year. Same. But you just said they, they lost let, Bobby Wagner. They, I mean, they got Bobby. They letting Russell cook. They letting him cook. That's yeah. that's offensive philosophy. Okay, but so, like, so, they so you're right. So when when Pete Carroll comes out and say we need to run the ball more, he looks like the villain. But because the other way hasn't worked, when you're dropping back about, Russell Wilson that many times, because he's not built that way. That's the problem. Built it that way, and then let him cook. See what happened. Well, so last year, when, the last remember the weeks? first. Remember last year, because you went back last year. Yeah. The first six, seven weeks of the season, like he the was first eight. He was, he was the MVP. He yeah. was the MVP, and then he threw. He had a couple games where he threw yeah. some picks, right? A couple games. It was three games. <laughs> it was three games. Well, the last eight were bad. But are they you going to bet against Russell Wilson? But I, I do. 
So, so you got that, yeah. all right? Because we can talk about this for hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Time. But yeah, I yeah, do want to talk about so these last two weeks. You yeah, said yeah. they've been running the ball. Yeah. Okay. Did Tyler lock it? So what happens is this, though. What, what does You talked about well, what makes this guy great. You yeah. talked about now he can go to good. Great for Russell Wilson is when you are running the ball, now he's no going to air you out. Okay. He go, and with he the Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett went for 140. You know what he did, though? Play action pass on the moon balls. That's what Russell Wilson, that's when he's the best. So when you run the ball and you're able to use play action pass, you get Tyler Lockett behind the defense. I know that's that's elementary, but that's how they've always won. Like he's not a timing-based quarterback. There's been times when DK Metcalf is wide open and he refuses to throw him the ball on time. But he's good with Tyler Lockett because he knows how to throw that ball, the trajectory of it, um, and like just drop it right in Tyler Lockett's hands. And that's what he did last and week. And to his credit, he is in a new offense this year, which takes I'll about two years to really, a, a full year to master, like in game, yeah, yeah. seeing blitzes, seeing different looks. So but that had nothing to do with the last eight games last year. You're right about that. So I, <laughs> I give Russell Wilson another year before I gave Urban Meyer another year. The end period. Well, that uh, makes sense. I, I think, that honestly, that makes sense. I think this is a I think this is a marriage that's gonna go to a divorce. Like one of them yeah. is gonna go. Pete or Russell Wilson. One of them is is leaving this year. It will be a peaceful one though, because yeah. they love each other. They have respect for each other. So let me ask you this: Who's your team? Your NFL team. You know who my NFL team is. Jets. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> they got a team. so hold on, hold on, watch no this doubt. now. Watch this now. Oh, 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 the Jets got a team. The That's my team too. I got four, I got four teams. Right. <laughs> the Jets got a team. This respect is real. All right, that's good. I'm, I'm asking. All right, no, no. All right. No, I'm not. Okay, that's the Jets. So do you, would you take Russell Wilson? No, and you know why? Oh my! No, but, but no, listen to me. You know why? Because the I'm off the show. I'm done. It's from the Shanahan. This show ain't team. even gonna last. I listen, can't do it. Listen to me. <laughs> Mike Lafleur is from the Shanahan system, right? That's a timing-based offense. You have to get the ball, and Mike knows this. You have to get the ball off okay, when the back foot hits. Rogers. The problem is we I got we having Russell Wilson right now, and Zach Wilson. That's his issue. He likes to throw off platform. He's not throwing the ball on time, and that's why the Jets are struggling right now, brother. First off, I grew up in that Shanahan offense. Okay. That Shanahan offense was mean. That's monstrous. And how pissed off would you have been if you was DK and you was wide? And we know you early, no, Brandon, I was too. There. I played with Russ. No, oh, no. I, that's the type of quarterback I want to play with. I want to play with a quarterback that can make something happen. You Listen, he is not. a viable offense, What did bro. you say? You <laughs> said earlier in the show, you said, I'm one of one. That kid is. Not kid, that man is one of one. I get okay, you. Okay, so his game is question. different. You can't put him in a say, oh, he's gonna be Peyton Manning, he's gonna be Drew Brees. That's not I'm who not he is. I'm not trying to have him be this is the, one of those. This is the let's, this is the end of the, the, this is this is what ends the debate for me. He's the winningest quarterback through the first ten years. That's real. But people forget the those first five or six seasons, the offense wasn't based off of him. It, it, was, a, it was the Legion of Boom. No, 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 no. He's the most clutch quarterback also. So but, if you go through those first five, six, he's okay. been clutch too. He has been 100%. I mean, but that's why I said they're better. They're better. And we're going to, we're going to cut this off and go to another topic, but he's been better when they've been able to run the ball. And then at the end of the game, when you need a play from Russell Wilson, let him do that. But don't start off the game having this guy throw 40, 50 times a game. They don't play well when they do that. And is that a lie? Oh my goodness, dude. I'm paying $5 million to throw the football. I like the complimentary game, the run game, the defense, yeah. compliment, play action. Like that, that's how he was cooking. I am athlete tonight. We're introducing Leger Doosable, Michael Vick, Brandon Marshall, and RT Chantel. So we go from one player to me who hasn't gotten enough scrutiny to a player that's gotten a lot of scrutiny and LeBron James. Boy, like, stop. We're going we're gonna to start with Auntie in this topic real quick. Um, Set it off. <laughs> How much longer can he continue to play at this high level? Because if you look at it as a whole, right, 
Father Time is undefeated. We all know this. Um, two out of the last three years, he's been hurt and missed significant time. The year before the bubble, missed a lot of games. Uh, won the championship in the bubble. This year has already missed a, you know, a significant amount of games. How much longer can he keep this up? Look, that, that man, 36 years old. Yeah. And for what he's doing, at the level that he's doing it, for the amount of time that he's doing it, arguably, arguably, the GOAT. Now, mm. we'll say this. Mm, I, now, I, I, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, said argue, I said arguably. <laughs> Look, I love this, and I love y'all talking about football, but basketball is something I kind of know what this is about. So we're going to go ahead and do this. I, 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 this is my thing. Michael Jordan, I believe, is the best player ever. Kobe Bryant, I believe, is the best scorer ever. LeBron James, I believe, is the most dominant player from one to five. He's the only player that can play one to five. Jordan could never play one to five. Kobe could never play one through five. So you put him in front of Magic in that category? Yes, too? Magic couldn't play one through five. But I'm Magic talking did. about and dominate the oh, way okay. LeBron James is doing. And then, I know we'll talk about it later, and then Steph Curry will be the best, yeah, the greatest shooter of all time. <laughs> but there, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, I do not think, for how great they were, I do not think could be as dominant at this age for how long they've been doing it as LeBron James, period. Mm. And, and argue with me if, 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 please let me know, but they don't dominate the way they do, the way he is doing now in his 17th year. Right, right. Like, and of course the father of time is going to always, it's going to always catch up with any athlete. And, right. and, you know, basketball is not like football. I mean, people look at football and like it's the most drooling sport, but basketball, it's that conditioning. Right. Up they're they're not, hard, not hard with on them knees, man. Hard with father time may be undefeated, but, but, like but he's taking his time with LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. <laughs> he's taking, taking his time. time. Yeah. He's chilling. Yeah. So you, you can see LeBron playing for like another three or four years. I think LeBron's going to play until Bronny gets in the league. I, I think he's going to play until... That's what everybody's saying, but, but, but what, Le, what LeBron will be getting at that point is the question. So, right. you look at athletes, and I, I compare athletes to entertainers. So, Jay-Z, let's take Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z's longevity um, is what it is because he's been able to evolve. You have to find a way, right? You can't do the same thing. Like, you talk about, okay, this is what, make, this is what, this is what made me great. This is what got me here. Now what's going to keep me here? And then you got to always pivot. You always got to pay attention. Same thing in football, right? Sometimes you got a, a cornerback like Charles Woodson. He's a great Hall of Fame cornerback. But also, when he gets older, let's shift him to safety. safety yeah. Right? So, like, how do you evolve as an athlete, okay? This guy, he should be now elevating to magic. Which we saw yeah. in the bubble, 2020, right? Yeah, what yeah. happened? 100%. We saw that, but who emerged was AD. AD so to me, yeah. the tragedy is AD not continuing to do what he did in the bubble. Because right. if he did what he did in the bubble, now LeBron James can play less. Now exactly. LeBron James can sit out there and yes, say, you are yeah. the number one, and I'm going to lead the but team. But that's what it's supposed, that to, that's what it's supposed to be now yeah. with, with, with Russell. And AD, LeBron's supposed to be able to set, right. sit back and be like Joy. Remember Joy mastered the fadeaway right. late, right. 35 through 38, right. the three championships. He was killing them with the jumper. Right. That's what, but, that's but what the, LeBron's supposed to be great, doing right you made, now. You made a great point, Mike. That the, but the thing is, AD's not doing what he's supposed to do, right? 100%. Uh, West, Russell isn't doing what he should be doing. 
So LeBron has to do, it's has to much. have uh, triple doubles every night in order for them to win. And the, but the point is, he's still doing it yeah. at 36. Still like he's still and, and doing it. What? Scotty was doing it when when Jordan needed him. Right. Yeah. Whoever, B.J. Armstrong, whoever right. was there, that was my squad. Right. But but that's what makes All, you kind of nervous for LeBron, right? Because we've seen the injuries the two out of the last three. If he has to keep playing at this type of high clip, how much longer can he do it? Rightfully so. He shouldn't have to do it because AD should be the number one option on that team. And then even Russell technically should take something off of LeBron. If we saw when he won the championship in Cleveland, like he kind of started to push Kyrie out there as the number one option. Right. Let me let me just facilitate. You be you know the scoring point guard. Very I'll smart. facilitate. That was very smart. Take something LeBron. off me. But this this is my thing. Like I don't know how much longer he can continue to do this. And he's gonna have to do it the way the Lakers have come out <laughs> in the beginning of the season if they want to make the playoffs. We already know the West is competitive. Um, but if he doesn't continue to average close to 25 a game, do they make it into the playoffs? They're going to make the playoffs. Dudes, he needs help. They're going to make the playoffs. Look, when Jordan was making I'm going to keep, ma I'm gonna keep making the comparison to, <laughs> to Jordan because right. that's how I put LeBron in that realm. Jordan can kick it out in, in what, 96 or whenever, those, those years, the latter years. Yeah. He can kick it out. Who was out there? Steve, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about Coop a Coop lot Coop of Coop offense. Coop yeah. Coop Coop Jordan Coop. can step back a little bit. They play some D. And, but that's what LeBron need now. Right. I mean, the well, greatest well, player can't always he not well, that, always that, be. That's why I always throw out AD, man, because, you know, when I was, he's chasing Jordan. Jordan has six. LeBron has what now, Auntie? Four? Four, four I think. He yeah. has four. And before the bubble, I was like, he has no chance. Okay? Then he go in the bubble. They were able to regroup, and they took, LeBron took advantage of that opportunity because right, right. it took leadership. Yeah. Right. All right, we're going into a bubble. Who's going to follow the rules? Who's going to be responsible? This is how we're going to do it. That's why they won. Then AD took off. Right. And when AD took off, because he was the MVP of the finals, yeah. when he took off, I said, oh, he can catch. If AD play like this, oh, he definitely can catch MJ. Right. And it's going to be a, a, a for real conversation about who's the GOAT, right? Because like right now, I do have... MJ, yeah, and then I have course. LeBron. It's only right. But AD, come on, AD. Well, well this is my Help thing. out your man. Russell, <laughs> Russell got to show up, too. Yeah, 100%. Russell got to show no. up, too, because he, he's not doing what he's yes. supposed to be doing, too. You, you averaged a triple-double last year. Your triple-double this year doesn't have to be but, 30, 10, and 10. It can be 15, yeah, 10, and 15. But we saw, we saw this science experiment in Houston with, 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 with Russ. And in, in Houston, Miami. Yeah, well, well, I'm talking about Russ. Just to that point, in Houston, you had James Harden and Russ, right? right? Oh, off the ball. Russ not having the ball being ball dominant, he has no chance. He struggles. He has no chance. He so struggles. now you got a guy who loves to bring the ball up. Mm. Now you got other, you, you're going to put him at the point. What are you doing? Yeah. It's a science experiment. He doesn't do well without the ball in his hands. Look. But hold on. One more topic real quick. We got to uh, go. I, I know we got to go, but just going to hit it real quick. We, we got to wrap it up, then we got to wrap it up. <laughs> See, look, dudes want to keep going. Come, look, tomorrow night, <laughs> every night, new show, new platform. Yeah, for sure. This was great, guys. It was a great start. I am athlete tonight, oh, Mike Hicks, the icon. Yeah. Auntie, Love. I'm going to take you down with the trick shots. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> none of y'all are going to take me down with no trick shots. I don't care if it's a football. I don't care if it's a basketball. I like my odds. We can go outside right now, Vic. Come on, nephews. Let's do it. It's early. Hey, dudes. Hey, dudes. I'm proud of you, man. I, I, I taught you this. You, you are a phenomenal host. You're going to be a legend. He's hilarious. Broadcasting buddy. Hall of Fame. That's right. Just make sure you mention me in Dude, your speech. Dude, for this.
Peace. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Despite, despite your skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.